When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, it is your boy, Marcus Johnson. We are back. We got another brand that is working with us that we want you guys to support. So, check this out. He's a Raiders fan, the owner as well, Panda Supplements. We got discount code 35% off. Discount code TDL for 35% off. Now, what is Panda Supplements? Panda Supplements, a lot of different flavor because everything is natural, right? So you're getting your, you know, you get the proteins, you got the green drinks, you got the, you got the, uh, the free workouts, whatever you want. We got that with Panda Supplements. So make sure you check this out. One of my favorite ones, the Sleepy Supplement. This one helps me get some sleep because I don't sleep doing these films. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I do these all night. So I need some help getting to sleep. My panda supplements. One of my other favorite ones right here is the greens, right? The green superfood gets you some immune boost, right? You know what I mean? Laser focused digestive enzymes, you know what I'm saying? Help everything get better down here as well. So, you know, it's a whole lot of things. We got some focus as well. So, go ahead and check out the website. Like I said, panda supplements discount code TDL for 35% off. Check it out. Everybody, we are back. It is Taped On Lines, your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. Had a little, about, a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back, guys. You already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. All right? And also, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL. For me, at BD Williams 18 You already know what to do there. And, of course, Panda supplements, 35% off. Make sure you guys go there. And, uh, you know, we had some good sales uh, last month. Let's keep that going, guys. If you guys support the channel, support Panda supplements as well. 35% off. Check out all their products. And today we got some good topics today, man. We got some good topics. We're doing some Dominican soup. Right? Good. Look at right? some rumors going there. So we're going to talk about that. And, uh, you know, some other things we got going here. But uh, how you feeling, BD? You know, we're back. How you feeling, man? Yeah, man. You know, I'm, I'm feeling all right. It was good to take a break from crunching the film. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I definitely needed that because this Indomitian Soup Breakdown was a breeze. I'm, I was mentally drained You're a little bit, ready. I think. You know, You're and I was I went into the Indomitian Soup Breakdown like, man, you know, here here we go, grinding film again, and and it was it was super easy, it was fun. So, I uh, definitely needed that. Um, and in aside, I usually make it a policy, personal policy, that mm-hmm. I don't break a player down until he's on the Raiders, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? This is fun, and it's in Dominican Sue we're talking about. This isn't just any old player, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that there's a lot of exciting potential with Ndamukong Sue. And it's probably not even, most of it ha- doesn't even have to do with his play on the field. 
Um, so I want to talk about, you know, the guy, the actual person too, not just, you know, um, you know, his football stuff, which I'm going to do a breakdown of that uh, as well. But in Domkatsu, I'd be excited about it. So breaking yeah. my personal policy, I will break down a player who's not signed by the Raiders. We'll do that. Um, yeah, man. How about you? How are you feeling? Feeling good, man. Uh, you know, got some uh, breakdowns going on the channel. You know, check out all my uh, breakdowns there. Make sure you guys, uh, you know, join join the membership as well. Uh, you know, support the channel. I appreciate the people who do support the channel and uh, join the memberships. Uh, like I said, I mean, we do have the longer breakdowns on there, but you know, that that's just because we want to. You know, some people don't like the longer breakdowns. Some people do like the longer breakdowns, and the longer breakdowns take time. So that's why it's a lot of that. So <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, we come in, we yeah. do these these shorter breakdowns here. I mean, that's what we do on the show. We want to do those longer breakdowns and get those more in depth. You know, sometimes they do that. And that's industry standard too. You go to QB school, you're not getting his whole breakdown. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that's kind of the thing with that. And, but you go there, anybody sees it, I mean, you got some great breakdowns. Get every single rep for Max Crosby. Um, you know what I'm saying? You get every single rep for, you know, Britton Brown. I mean, there's some Britton Brown on there. There's some Zamir White. There's all types of stuff that we got over there. So check those out. And, uh, you know, that's how we do over there. And also, you know, we got some good different news here, too, as well. We want to speak on, uh, you know, with uh, Hunter Renfro and all this other stuff that we got going on here. So we want to talk about some of that, too, BD. Um, let's get into that. Well, let's let's start off with Hunter Renfro being signed, re-signed, um, getting that big money contract around. 16 million, two years, 32 million, basically an extension. Some people try to downplay, oh, it's actually 11 million with his actual year of this. It's a two year, 16 million extension. That's what it is. Um, you know, and uh, I think he's got 21 million guaranteed coming. So it, it is interesting the signing is like a three year window. Um, you know, that's a big thing we're seeing around not, not right now is a three year window type of talk. So I do see that right now because the, I mean, it's Derek Carr, three years. Devontae Adams, you got three years. Darren Waller, you probably got three years. And you got Hunter Renfro set up for three years. So the offense is pretty much set. The offensive line is young. If they can hit any of those guys, they're really pretty set for a while without worrying about contracts. So there is a three-year window here for they're expecting to win. So I think that's kind of exciting that they're signing a lot of these guys. But uh, what are your, some of your thoughts, BD, real quick on that? Um, yeah, I mean, they better. Inflation is crazy right now. These guys can't afford their fancy cars without, you know, getting a little bump in the pay raise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, th that's something that I think a lot of people are like looking at these numbers. This is just an aside on just contract numbers in general. And I see a lot of fans going like, how did this guy get this much? How did this guy get this much? Like you guys have to realize you're getting 20% more money now because of inflation is, is it, like literally that's legitimately what's happening. So, yeah. um, you know, the economy is a little nuts. It's, it makes it look a little crazy when players are getting signed an extra like $3 million than what the market was last year for, for a player. But yeah. that literally is inflation. So, you know, um, Hunter Renfro probably got a team friendly deal when it's all said and done. You know, some of these guys like Christian Kirk getting paid 20 million up Hunter Renfro 16 million. Is that what you said? 16, one six. Yeah. 16. Yeah. 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 Two years, 32 so, extension. Uh, Hunter Renfro for 16 or Christian Kirk for 20, which one? Do you like what's a better value? You know what I'm saying. Hunter Info 16 is pretty damn good. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Um, you know, the market rate, honestly, at, at some point in the not near future, it's going to be like right around the corner. Every really just solid wide receiver is going to be paid twenty million dollars. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, uh, and, and I think Hunter Renfro deserved it. I thought he took a huge leap from year two to year three. Um, I, I thought year huge. two, huge. Year two, I thought he was just like, going to be a solid slot, more like a Cole Beasley type of guy. Like, yeah, I mean, sure, is Cole Beasley good? Yeah, is Cole Beasley Cooper Cup? No. Can Hunter Renfro, he definitely showed that he could be, I'm not going to say he's Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup 6'3". I'm not going to say that. Cooper Cup 6 damn 3, right? And yeah. But but he he, he can be a top level slot receiver. He's not he's not Cole Beasley basically is what I'm saying. He's more Julian Edelman than he is Cole Beasley. Let's say that. Or he's more. I'm trying to think of some better ones. I mean, even like the Jarvis Landry. I mean, Jarvis Landry. I feel like is more where Hunter Renfro is as a slot receiver. He's he's not yeah, going to right. He's not yeah, because like if you look at looking at a guy like Cole Beasley, okay. Does the offense move through Cole Beasley? No, he's a security blanket for his quarterback. Yeah. Right? Whereas, you know, Cooper Cup, you're saying the offense moves through Cooper Cup, right? He's featured, right? And I agree yeah. that Hunter Renfro is closer to being a feature, like a guy who you could feature in an offense, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that was your only guy, you had like, you know, a bunch of injuries, you got a no-name tight end, maybe like a young guy playing tight end, some young wide receivers. If that was your best guy, you could feature Hunter Hunter Renfro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Would yeah. that be a champion? I'm, am I saying that uh, that'd be a Super Bowl quality offense? Uh, I wouldn't go that far necessarily, but having yeah. him be a role player who can be featured, right? I think that's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think you know, last year when he got a chance to be featured, he did well, right? I mean, yeah. he started triple teaming him. I mean, by by <laughs> week week sixteen, he was being surrounded, but. <laughs> Jones and Deshaun Jackson, but he still was able to show that he could maybe suffice as a number one if some guys go down. You know what I mean? Like he, he can, like let's say Devonte Adams went down. You've had Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. You're not in a really bad territory. Let's say that because you can mix him around and use him like Cooper Cup, where you can condense him where it's a still in the slot, but he's the only guy over there. So it's a three by one, but he's in the slot because he's condensed, so it still gives him that in and out. And you can do him like that, and that, they did a lot of that with the, in the um, in the red zone because I think Greg Olson used him more like Cooper Cup with the Sean McVay type of stuff type of style. Because when I watched Matthew Stafford for my quarterback breakdowns, I saw a lot of the same things. They would line him up three by one, like Cooper Cup is still a slot receiver, but yeah. he's he's outside. got a nasty split. We call that a nasty split. Yeah, there you go, nasty split. There's the football term. There's the coaching term, guys. Nasty yeah. split. It's it's not. He's not wide. He's not wide. <laughs> He's not why like four yards away from the tackle. Exactly. Right. And, and it, but you can, you can like uh Hunter Riffle scored a touchdown against the chargers on that same from like the 12 in a nasty split. And right. he's the only guy out there. He got a one-on-one with Michael Davis and just ate him up. And that's what they used yeah. to do with Cooper cup too. And that's what you could do with him. So that's why you feel like he's a, he deserves 16 million, right? He's, he's a, he's a upper echelon slot receiver that you can Bargain. mix in and outside, outside too. Yeah. Bargain, honestly, yeah. it's a bargain. Uh, all, right. all right, next thing up, you said you saying that there's a battle for the next wide receiver. Obviously, I'm saying three. I'm saying third wide receiver, but obviously, it's the fourth pass catcher that we're talking yeah, fourth, about. Right? Yes, fourth pass catcher. So there's a battle going on right now. I know that there has been some movement. There's been mm-hmm. some guys that they signed. You know, they got rid of Brian Edwards, um, you know, so what's what's happening here? Are, are, is this is this even really a factor position, Marcus? Is like go back through. Think about it. 
is the fourth pass catcher a guy who is going to – is he going to get like 20 catches this year or is he going to get closer to 40? You know? 40, probably. Probably around 40. I, I could see – they probably want somebody who's effective on the other side just to be, keep the defensive honest. They want defenses to be honest. Let's let's keep it real, right? So they're going to try to keep somebody off guard. So they want somebody over there that's effective at least. That's why I want them to go get Emmanuel Sanders because he's been in the system and he's a perfect 40-catch guy. <laughs> perfect 40 catch perfect. player 35 come in there get 40 catches yeah. that's all you need from them, right and that's all they need from that side but what what's interesting out of otas is mac hollins is getting in the first team reps mm-hmm. right right now it's mac hollins he's in the so going into training camp and before preseason games and before all those other things right mac hollins is the number one guy right now so I found that interesting because um, I thought it might, might be more Keenan Cole since he can run routes and Keenan Cole doesn't have a lot of drops. I still think Keenan Cole might end up. I call it his high. drop problem. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yes, he does. 17% of his drops. He has 17% drop percentage on PFF. He got like 20 targets last <laughs> year. So um, he has a little bit of a hands problem, but he can. he's a blocker, right? He can block. He's physical, yeah. big dude. Um, so they might be looking for somebody who can block as a fourth wide receiver too, the third wide receiver, who's, because he's not going to get a lot of targets. He can probably play big in the red zone. I talked about it on the radio him being more like an Andre Holmes type of player. Yeah, um, that's a good that's a good comparison there. Yeah, yeah. Matt Collins, Andre Holmes. Andre Holmes played Gunner, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so like a type of player that's like that. That's a one for one. That's like – great comp right there for sure yeah yeah wow. so like if you if you mix him in like that i think you could work it out because you know there's some times where you know he's playing with the uh the dolphins he only had one game i actually did a breakdown of it he only had one game where he was getting targets right yeah. um because a bunch of guys were hurt like Devontae parker was hurt i think waddle didn't play that much that game so he was getting targets and i mean he did pretty good i mean he's not he's not he's not a great route runner but physically, um, you can get him some, get him the ball. Okay. Yeah, definitely plays physical. Let's say that. So when you're saying he has drops, is he a concentration drop guy that makes like spectacular catches? Yes. Is he exactly. like one of those kind of guys mm-hmm. where he'll have like the routine stuff is like maybe a little difficult, but he'll have like three, like oh, one play every three games. That's just like <laughs> psycho. Like how is that what you're saying? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Fourth wide receiver. We're not talking about number one or number two. Okay. I, I know, right? I'll take that. It's just like it's a guy in the red zone that just you know leap over somebody and just right, right. It's basically yeah. what it is makes another option for the back end of the ends of the red zone. So when you're spreading out and you get somebody in the back end who can just run the sideline, he's big, big target. Very good flexibility. I mean, there's there's a lot of things athletically great about him that he could like. He's the type of guy who could jump up, catch the ball, get his feet down, type of dude, right? So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, but, but Matt Collins is Matt, Matt Collins is a slam. He's making the roster um, because of his work on special teams. He will make the roster, um, but uh, yeah, like if he's that guy or if it's Keenan Cole. Is there another name though in that mix? I mean, Demarcus did. Robinson is is the other guy, but I I have a problem with Demarcus Robinson because he come from a pass first offense and he didn't get targets. I have a problem with that. Yeah, what's what's the problem here, Demarcus Robinson? <laughs> and I watched him on tape and like he just never got targets. Yeah, and he, he's actually he's actually a, a a pretty good route runner. He's not like a it, it's like there's ability there. It's like something 
Like, but why did they just make him block on a pass first team? So I have a lot of questions. Because like when he when he did get a chance, he didn't look that bad, right? So I would ex- if look, I were to choose, I've been breaking down Facebook, Raiders versus uh, Chiefs for like the last five years. Okay, Demarcus Robinson has made fools out of just name every single Raiders corner. Okay, like I remember one against Gary and Conley where he just killed Gary on Conley, like Gary Conley, get out of the NFL. You don't belong here kind of play. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen him make good plays, uh, but I know he's not a consistent guy, not even close. Yeah, because he has his play against the Redskins where, like, he he wins um, and he just doesn't finish it. I'm like, how do you not catch that ball? Like, you won, great, great release and everything. Like, he's a pretty good route runner and everything, bro. Like, so, it, so, so it's weird to me. That he didn't get targets. Like, is he not practice with Mahomes? Like, what if did, like him and Mahomes not did, like make a joke about his wife or something? Like, I don't. <laughs> there was some, there's, there's something weird. You're on a pass versus offense that's struggling, and he Mahomes won't even look at you. Hmm. Yeah, there's a trust thing happening. That's Definitely. weird. So it might be. We'll find out. We'll find out because Derek Carr's not thrown to someone who doesn't. Stay after practice with them, apparently. So yeah, exactly. We'll find out. Um, all right. So moving on to the next one. It sounds like Alex Leatherwood has lined up exclusively at right tackle so far, based off of reports that we're hearing. Um, is that accurate? Is that the same thing that you're hearing? Yeah. Uh, so based on reports that we're hearing, I mean, he's been uh, right tackle whole time. Uh, actually, he's been. Switching in with Brendan Parker, so Brendan Parker is going to be getting a lot of first-team reps too, which is interesting. Um, so, I mean, they're not just giving the job to Alex Leatherwood. Uh, it's interesting too is Andre James has been the center. I, I, I'm going to bring this up. He's been the center the whole time, and Parham's been coming in at right guard. So, I mean, right now the line looks like it's Miller, Simpson, James, Parham, and Leatherwood. Right now, that's probably the line. I don't know where, where Denzel Good mixes in there if he comes back he's, healthy. Yeah, I was about to ask Denzel Good. Okay, he's not he's not healthy yet. Obviously. Not healthy yet. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. Got so you. I mean, he 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 is behind. Let's let's keep it real. I mean, he's behind. He's behind in the system. He's behind learning everything and how they want to move everything. He has to be, he has to come in training camp blazing because he's a little behind with all the other guys. And you know, you know. You know how I feel about the line. I, I really feel like if, if they go with that that group, I think they'll be all right, to be honest. Parham's too small to be a guard, man. I know. I know he is. But I think he I he he's not gonna be a great guard, but he'll he'll be all right. He'll be fine. Right. <laughs> I, I'm not excited about fine, but he'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like I'm not excited. Are about there him. are there more perhaps six foot two guards that are good that then maybe i'm able to think of off the top of my head or is that like an anomaly it feels like a six foot two guard who's like really good is rare yeah, correct me if i'm wrong i mean rare, the, yeah. the guys that gave a problem to endomic and sue on tape were like tall guards like six foot six guards you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um i mean guards are getting bigger <laughs> guards mean, are getting bigger okay yes 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 but I mean, he has great technique, though. BD, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Will, will, will he be able to block Aaron Donald? No. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, is he gonna I mean, Chris like, Jones? No. That's, yeah. the, it's, that's what I'm basically I'm getting at. Like the elite guys, Chris Jones is gonna 
probably push him. He's going to win some reps just because he has great technique. But, you know, the quickness of Chris Jones inside, the the power, the play strength, nah, he, he needs to be playing center. But then if you put but – but, that's, but that comes into dynamic. Where, where does Denzel Good come in? Where does Illuminor come in? Right. You know, do they bring in Daryl Williams? I didn't know Daryl Williams played guard until Vinny – I, I still didn't verify that. He said he played guard, but I never even heard that before in my life. He might be right or wrong. I don't know. <laughs> verify that, BD. He said Daryl Williams played guard in his snaps last year. But I, I, I was trying to remember watching on the Bills. The Bills, yeah, yeah. He had to. I heard. I read about that. He had to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. But, but, I, but, but would you want him to come play guard though? If he had Darryl to play played, guard, Daryl Williams. The right tackle. All right, I'm looking up a different player. I don't know from the Bills. Yeah, go ahead and look that up. Why I say that, but uh, he, he, you know, uh, it depends on what they think of good and what they think of Luminar. If they can work those two out, and I think they should, they should play. I think you should play a Luminar guard, and it's, it's just if you didn't like James, you know, if you like James, why you draft Parham? Why don't you draft another guard? Somebody that could play guard, you know what I mean? Or if they think he, they could think Parham could play guard in the NFL, that's fine. I mean, or maybe they – I don't know where Mumford was coming in there. I never heard a, a word about them. I mean, we don't hear about the line because they're not in pads. So, But, I mean, this was two biggest things with OTAs anyways. You want to hear about the line, and they can't even block anyways yet. So, Right. You know. Did you find anything on Daryl Williams? Um, I, I'm not seeing a Daryl Williams even on the roster for the Raiders. For the Bills. He's on the he's on the Raiders yet. He's not on the Raiders. Yeah, no, it says he, that the uh, Patriots signed him seven days ago. Really? The yeah, right that's what I said. yeah, the right tackle, Daryl Williams. Yeah. Why didn't even tell me about that? Daryl Williams. It says Patriots signed Daryl Williams seven days ago. Okay. Why did he even say that? Why did I talk about that on the radio if he was already signed? Anyways, <laughs> that confuses me. Asking me the question about because you know what I did think he got signed. I'm like, did he get signed? But I didn't want to bring it up. I was just, I was live. Yeah, whatever. anyways, uh, it is what it is. Um, so Parham is the guard then, or, or Luminor. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it'll, it will be interesting. It will be interesting. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what they do with this line, man. All right. Um, before we get into Sue, let's get into uh, your boy Jonathan Abram. Playing a little too high. We haven't heard the you know the people want to hear you talk about this, PD. They they want to hear Nate Hobbs' safeties. Nate Hobbs' safeties. Where's where's the where's the they're gonna go <laughs> this line? We got Jonathan Abram. He's playing too high in practice. Yeah. Okay, what do well, you think? Yeah, so I did. I was leaning towards uh, Jonathan Abram being the starting safety uh, alongside Trayvon Merrick, um, but I was a little I was a little confused. Um, you know. I was thinking, you know, is Abram a guy who can play it as much too high as he's going to need to to be the starting safety, you know? Um, so they're definitely going to give him a, ch- a shot. Like, you have to give a guy, that guy, a shot at it. You have to. There's too much pride there. You know, he's probably, um, you know, got a, enough pull in that defense in that secondary room. You're not going to just go bench the guy straight out, right? So yeah. you got to give him a shot. You know what I'm saying? And I think that this will be a year-long tryout for him to see if he can be continue to be like a starting safety in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be this year to figure it out. And Deron Harmon, I guess, will be, you know, um, 
contingency plan to back up both the young guys at the safety position. Um, but then Hobbs, he's going to play on the second level. You know, like he's going to play there. I think that you'll see a little bit more, you know, maybe Hobbs dropping deep, Merrick or Abram coming down. You'll see that every once in a while. Um, you know, but uh, regardless, I don't care. I don't care what position you call Nate Hobbs. You can call him linebacker. You can put LB next to him. Okay, he's going to play <laughs> on the second level. Okay, it doesn't matter. Safety, yeah. corner, linebacker. He, he, we know where he's going to. You know, we know where he's going to line up. You know, yeah. uh, I don't anticipate him lining up too much um, at the safety position, like on the second, like on the third level of the defense. I don't okay. anticipate okay. seeing him actually line up back there. But we'll see. Okay. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like some matchups they might mix it or up or something like that. So yeah, they're gonna throw curveballs. They're gonna throw curveballs at him. I've seen um a coverage that Graham runs a lot of. Um or not that he runs a lot of it. He ran a lot of it against the Chiefs. It kept on popping up against the Chiefs, where um the corner would pedal into the deep half, like the nickel would pedal into the deep half. Mm-hmm. And then the safety drops down and they play like a kind of like a variation of cover two like that, mm-hmm. where instead of the safety dropping, it's the nickel who drops and, you know, kind of trying to confuse the quarterback a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. If you want to call that playing safety, whatever, you know, he's going to line up over the slot on first down. Yeah. On first down, he's going to line up over the slot. That's going to be their base. But they're going to have a true nickel. They're going to have a true nickel where – and like the actual cover guy is going to come in, you know what I'm saying? And be a in, nickel in in dime or nickel or whatever it is. And so we'll see at that point where does Hobbs line up? Does Uh-oh. he stay in the box? Now I got a side question. I got a question for you, BD. Yeah. Is Meek Robinson have a spot on this team? Yeah, he, he kind of fits. He kind of. <laughs> I mean, I just I'm just saying, like, I, that's kind of somebody that's uh, kind of just out there, and he kind of he's. Fits the slot profile a little bit. I'm dark, I know Darren Holmes, what, 5'10", 190. But, uh, You're right, right. I mean, Amy Robertson is always going to be undersized, right? Yeah. Um, no, I think, yeah, he, it's going to be him uh, who's going to be competing for it. You know, um, the guy, what's his name, from Baltimore, yeah, I think he's definitely yeah. going to get a shot. A- Averitt, yeah. yeah. Averitt uh-huh. is definitely a more pot, like complete player, you know, yeah. NFL player than at Robertson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Better at first yeah, like, too. They're they're all they're all gonna get a shot at it. You know what I'm saying? I think um I think really, uh, you know the more film I watched of Averett, I think it's gonna be him and Mullen competing, who's gonna start, um you know on the outside there. Mm-hmm. But Averett can play on the inside and Mullen can. So <laughs> Mullen's not a nickel. You know he's never <laughs> he's never gonna line up there. You know yeah. So uh, so yeah. All right, man. Uh, so I guess enough of everything else. Let's get into some Dominican Sue, Mister. Uh, you know, um, Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champ, yeah. And Dominican yes. Sue stepping on people's uh, hands and stuff. You know, well, yeah. We'll, t- we'll talk about we'll talk about some of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's a Raider um, attitude. Go ahead. Right, right. He's got that Raider attitude. So first things first. Let's talk about his run defense. Okay. Um, this is in Dominican Sue. He's playing three technique outside shade of the guard here. Okay, let's watch this rep. All right, we're gonna get a zone scheme. Okay, you see all of the offensive line plus the tight end, they're all stepping to the left. 
And, and, and Dominican Sue, remember, he's on the outside shade of the guard. Watch what happens immediately. He doesn't react to that uh, outside step. He doesn't react to his own step. Gets reached, okay? And he sees the ball carrier getting that toss, and he goes, oh, I got reached. I really need to get back over here, right? He's like, I need to get back over to the outside shade of the guard. And he spends so much time getting over there. He's having a hard time bringing his weight down, just gets completely moved, right? And I'm not going to show you this if this isn't something that happens a lot with Indomitian Sue, okay? As far as being a run player, we saw him to get taken for a ride right there. Here's another one, okay? Having a hard time detaching, just misses, okay? Uh, completely misses the running back. Here's another one right here, okay? Going up against the guard. I think that's, is that Scherf? I mean, this is a beast of a guard, but he got completely handled, right? One-on-one, -on -one, base block. It's who wants it more, who's going to push who around, right? And we see in Dominican Sioux, is that necessarily a strength of his, okay? Probably not. Here we go, three technique, outside shade of the uh, uh, guard here. Okay, again, we're going to get, uh, now this time it's a pull. I think he's late reacting, kind of gives himself up a little bit sealed in the hole you know uh so he's not the most impactful run player you know here's an example of indomitian Sioux just being indomitian Sioux. okay he can split a double team if he wants to he can make a tackle in the hole here's another one lining up nose tackle on the goal line he wants it more than everyone else he gets in on a tackle he's indomitian Sioux for christ's sakes okay like yes yes he's a beast i'm not saying he's bad Okay, but there's for you know all of those plays. There's probably like a three of these, you know, three or four of these plays where he just doesn't make an impact at all against the run. So keep that in mind. Now, as far as why I would be excited about Indominus from a playing standpoint, it has to come down to the pass rush. Okay, here he is. This is a run look, and the defense is is in a run defense. Okay, we're going to get a zone block. He's going back door here and immediately realizes, oh, I'm rushing the passer. And you see him convert that that run defense into pa into a pass rush, okay, and really blows this play up, ends up uh, as an incompletion. Let's look at, in Dominicans, what he does to guards, okay? Here's an example. Um, we're going to go ahead and work that long arm. Okay, you see the you see the leverage that he has. Okay, with the arm in the chest, we have the pad level low. Look how high everyone else's pad level is here. He's got to maintain that low pad level, and he's going to be able to walk that guy right, that guard, right back into the quarterback's lap. Okay, this is this is a terrible play for a quarterback. You're going to break your hand on top of that helmet right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so and and of course, it, incomplete pass. The quarterback can't step up into the pocket. Did we get a accounting stat here? No, we made an impact though, because really when Dominican Sue, what he's best at is rushing the passer. Okay, here's another one outside shade of the guard. Again, three technique. Okay, look at him. Mm, club over. He's completely by the guy, right? If this if this center doesn't come help out, this is a quick win. That's that might be a sack. Here's an example when the when the center doesn't come out. Bam. We're in the quarterback's face immediately, right? Mm. So this is how Indominus Sioux is going to win. Okay, this is how he's going to contribute if he's on the Raiders. Okay, I, I shouldn't say I should say if, right? Obviously, he's not signed yet. 
We got the bookends. We got the edge rush. We know that. Okay. You got a guy who can win like this, this quickly on the outside. Okay. The quarterback's going to have nowhere to go or on the inside quarterback and have nowhere to go. Here's another one. We're going to go ahead again. It's a run. Look, the quarterback's under center. We're getting this play action. Okay. What is he going to do? He's going to realize, Oh, ball fake. Let me fake inside. Let me torque. Look at this. This is all upper body strength. Just insane upper body strength. Okay. Get the quarterback off his spot rush the passer, convert the run defense into a pass rush. We're doing a lot of little things good here. Here's another one. Okay. We're going to go, uh, look, he's, 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 and this is, this is Indominus Sue. He can rush the passer. Like first move doesn't work. Okay. Go for the second move. Second move doesn't work. Okay. Go for the third move. Right. Like he's never going to stop fighting to detach. We're going to keep on seeing him rush the passer, uh, throughout the down. He's got a lot of moves. Um, here's another one here. Or when it's gonna go ahead and get into that long arm ghost. Mm. Long look, long arm, he's going, oh, I'm gonna ghost him. Ghost doesn't work, goes to the home oh. Okay, like this is that is a high quality rep here. Okay, there's three moves and it ends in a sack. Um, uh, and you know, you're also just throwing a three hundred pound guard around. Throw the ball, Matt. Sorry, I was just right. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> bad sack. Really bad sack. You know, um, this is another really bad sack too. Yeah, it is. Sorry. And this is <laughs> so. This is last last example here. This is something I wanted to show you. I thought it was really cool. So he's stunting right here. He's uh, we're gonna run a twist with him and uh, fifty here, who's Vita Vea, and he's gonna go first, and then Vita Vea is gonna be the looper. Okay. okay. Watch what ninety three does. He holds on to the center just a little bit, and it's such a savvy because he spins out of it like. I'm trying to spin here, ref. I'm not holding on to the center. Right? Look at this. Savvy. Savvy move. Spin out of it. Center. The center is held up. He can't get to Vita Vea, who clobbers that quarterback. Oh, my God. Matt Ryan, is he okay? That's basically Matt Ryan's whole tape is him getting clobbered. He's probably he's excited to be an turf. indie. He's excited to be an indie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, but anyways, and Dominican Sue. He's never been a good pass rusher. Uh, I'm sorry, never good, been a, a great run defender, right? Yeah. Like from the moment he came into the NFL, I would say maybe like starting maybe over like four years ago, five years ago, he was like solid at stopping the run. The yeah. film that I saw from this last year, not good stopping the run. He's not a run stopper. And look, who cares? Run stoppers are easy to find. You go yeah. pay them, these guys the veteran minimum, okay? You can mm-hmm. find a run stopper literally at a factory right now. Find him. You know what I'm saying? Go to an all-you-can-eat buffet. You can find Neil Farrell. Right. Neil Farrell. We, we have run stoppers. Pass rushers, that's the premium. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the tough stuff, okay? We saw the technique. It's not just coming down to, oh, I'm out athleting you. No, pass rushers are, it's, it's a skilled craft, okay, to get there, to get to consistently make pressure. We saw a lot of moves, man. How many moves did you see in there? Okay. We saw we saw long swim, arms, swim we saw clubs, swims, ribs, Humps. hump, hump move. Yeah, man. So Ooh. he's got he's got the repertoire. Okay. I think that he would immediately obviously be a big boost to the interior pass rush, you know. Coming to a team that has some young players on the defensive line where he doesn't need to play 75% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. He can come down closer to 50% of the snaps. And I think we'd see a really, um, what's it called? Uh, really productive, really impactful in Dominican Sue at this point in his career. 
definitely lean towards passing, obvi- passing situations, you know, for yeah. him. Uh-huh. Um, not saying that Indomitian Sue can't stop the run. He's Indomitian Sue. He can do whatever he wants out there, right? But it's clearly, like, not what he hangs his hat on. You know what I mean? Um, so just keep that in mind, Raider Nation, if there's, like, a, you know, if Indomitian Sue's on the team and go up against a run heavy, you know, <laughs> squad, maybe Indomitian Sue doesn't play as much as you might think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, but other than that, I think the pass rush, I was still surprised to see some of great explosiveness and burst out of his stance, despite being a guy who's played over 10 years in the NFL at this point. Like, what is he eating? You know, this guy must <laughs> really keep uh, incredible, incredible shape, keep great, uh, great shape, uh, care of his body, because I'm seeing a guy who's moving a lot quicker than some uh, young guys, right? So I was, I was surprised to see that. Obviously, all the pass rush repertoire is there. Anything that you wanted to comment on about Indomitian Sue before we talk about Indomitian Sue the person? Yeah, I mean, that was a, a interesting tape. I mean, because, I mean, with the AFC West, there's not a lot of running anyways. I mean, besides right. the Broncos. I mean, That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Right? And But you still have four other games against pass-first teams. I mean, Chargers, I mean, they drafted Isaiah Spiller, but let's, let's keep it real. I mean, Austin Eckler is a scat back, and he's a starting running back. They're, they yeah. they come yeah. to pass. You know what I mean? Oh, same, I mean, yeah. I mean and even, even the Broncos, it's not like the Broncos are the Ravens. Yeah, or the, or the Titans or the Colts or something like that, you know? Like, they're a mm-hmm. wannabe version of that, so who cares? You don't need a yeah. great run stopper to beat that team, you know? Yeah, exactly. If, if the Broncos had, like, Derrick Henry or, John, you know, or something like that, okay, it'd be like, yeah, maybe you got to focus on a guy who can really stop. But that's not even a, a question. I completely agree with you. You got to rush the passer in this division 100%. Um, yeah, and, and to all your points – Austin Eckler, you know, he's he's not going to ground and pound you for 250 mm-hmm. yards, you know, yeah. and, and rip your heart out as a defense. So, yeah, you need the pass rushers. And yeah. regardless, I don't even care about the other team. Chiefs, that's all it is, okay? Like, you got to be the Chiefs. Yeah. So, you got you to gotta get after the passer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And three technique is just – it's a need. So, it's a need. I don't know. Okay. I, agree. I don't it's, and I think he really he wants to come here just because you know Chandler Jones and all those guys and Max Crosby the players want to come play with Max now, so um, I think he wants to come here and I think that they just got to get that done, man. Because the three technique is just <laughs> it, oh, oh let's let's I'll just say this before you get into him the person. I've been watching a lot of quarterbacks. I got about thirteen done. Okay, I still got nineteen left. I'm not. I'm like oh, God damn, I huh. I'm probably not going to be done by July. Any AOP, AOPA fans listening? Probably not getting this to like July 29th. Not going to lie to you. So, but I have got through a lot of the quarterbacks and I watch a lot of, I've watched a lot of games. Okay. And I want to tell you the main thing that I'm learning right now is that if you don't have a defensive line, you are not having a top five defense. That yep. is the main thing. The Packers, they got, they got Kenny Clark, Gary, um, now they got Preston Smith and I think they picked up Devontae Wyatt and I forgot who else. They got some other guys that they got there. So that line is crazy. You have the Titans. They got Simmons. They got Autry. They got Dupree. They got Landry. Boom. Like top five defense. You got the um, Commanders. They got Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Payne, Sweat. Boom. They're, they find, always find a way to yeah. finish eight and eight with no quarterback. And then, you know, the, the Niners, the all the best defenses in the NFL have great defensive lines. 
I don't even know who's a, who's a corner on the Niners. It doesn't matter because Joey Bosa and all those boys. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was watching Dak Prescott. He was running for his life. It didn't matter if they got Aubrey Wilson right. over there. Who's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he's running for his life and he's like, he's on, you know, it don't matter. Right. And that's kind of how I think they, I think Patrick Graham is very forward thinking. I think that's why we're not seeing this huge secondary push because he's like, if I get this defensive line straight, we're going to be good. But I just don't think you should roll out with Bilal Nichols. This is my opinion. I don't know. He's the coach. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't feel comfortable rolling out there with Bilal Nichols. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause when I see Jeff, when I'm watching Jeff, Jeffrey Simmons and Danico Autry line up together, you know, and right. I look at the Raiders, I'm like, man, we need some, we need a beef up inside. And that's why I want Sue. They got to beef up inside, bro. I mean, maybe Matthew Butler and Farrell is like the future of it. And that's fine, but like right now they've got to beef up the defense, the defensive line, you know. Because I'm just, it's it's literally a theme. Every time a quarterback has a bad game, he's got he's he's facing one of the best defensive lines in the league, and they're just terrorizing him through stunts and his because <laughs> right. the offensive linemen are not as good across the board anymore. But the defense, <laughs> these defensive tackles, I, I'm watching the Titans, man. I'm terrified of week three. I don't even know. I'm terrified for Carr. I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, Carr should be honestly. Okay, I shouldn't say that because everyone would be upset. No, I mean Simmons. That guy Simmons. Yeah, they better come play I mean, some D that game. That's all I'm gonna say. We need. We need. Let's give you game. That game is thirteen to ten. Simmons looks like. Okay, Simmons looks like um, if you had little brothers and you wanted to go play, you know, football against them in the backyard or something like that. That's what Simmons looks like. That's one of the most ridiculous guys. I probably have said this on the channel, so I'll shut up now. Um, but Simmons, yeah, I agree. But three technique, a guy who can get pressure. I think you see a lot of teams who have who have the pass rush at the edge, okay? They run around the back of the quarterback. Quarterback steps up. Who cares? Tom Brady can neutralize an edge player just with mm-hmm. his footwork and his pocket movement. He can neutralize edge players. But you can't neutralize those interior pass rushers just by sidestepping and trying to be cool in the pocket, right? It makes mm-hmm. things get a lot hairier for you as a quarterback. So, yes, pass rush, we saw it. You know, that was like four games worth of pass rush. And Don Fitz, who's legit, he's going to make an impact for whatever team he's playing for. Yeah, 100%. But, okay, let's go back. Let's go back to Indomitkinsu, okay? okay? Now, when Indomitkinsu first came out in the NFL, didn't he? He stomped on someone, didn't he? Like, people's legs. Okay, he got into some trouble. He got into yeah. some trouble, right? For on-field. No, no on-field, off-field stuff. It was, like, all on-field. And I think that a lot of people started thinking, okay, this guy in Donkinsu, he's a hothead, right? Like, Good he's player. an immature guy or something like that, okay? Mm-hmm. But, so, like, what in Donkinsu is able to, like, he's been able to kind of flip this public perception about himself in terms of like the things that he's doing with financial advice. And like, he's like writes blogs and he like uh, does all this stuff with like financial literacy and uh, trying to promote financial literacy amongst other athletes and uh, you know, in, in community disadvantaged communities. So he's made a huge flip as far as like his maturity level. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think you look at, what happened with rugs you look at even what what happened with nate hobbs you look at how they had to cut gary and Connolly because he was messing up right 
you had some of these younger players have, you know, kind of spiral out of control last year at various levels. Yeah. Okay. Having a guy come in who has been close to spiraling out of control in terms of at least on the field. Yeah. I don't know if he ever partied or anything like that in Dominican yeah. But you have a guy who kind of came back from all of that, put together a decade's worth NFL career, and is being um, extremely like savvy, mature, like the financial moves that he's making, everything like that. You need that on a team. You need veterans who could who do that stuff. The cachet that Indomitian Sue has, that's going to mean a lot to a young player. Indomitian Sue is telling you, "Hey, don't go on partying. You know, you got to save your money and do this and do that." Right? That's going to ha- that's going to have a much bigger effect. We're talking about Indomitian Sue, household name, being a great locker room presence, great locker room guy. Uh, so, like, screw all the the work and, or all the play all the play stuff, all the, all on the on field stuff. Okay. Just him coming in and, and hopefully, like, getting these guys to stop getting in trouble off the field or being <laughs> part of that, right? Yeah. That, yeah. that would be worth it. And I think he's definitely a guy who could do that, who could kind of be that kind of presence in a locker room, you know. So that's why I would be excited. And another reason why I'd be excited about Andamic, So. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, I, the same reason, you know, just veteran presence and helping these young guys and helping these young defense tackles. Because even if, you know, don't go to the finance, I mean, we got Matthew Butler in the in the building. You know what I mean? You got Farrell in the building. There's a lot of those young yeah. guys that, you know, they can learn from him and maybe even looked up to him at some point from playing defense they tackle. They definitely did. They definitely right? did. Yeah. yeah so, so um, that's always a dynamic. And a lot of fans always get mad at me when I say that, like, oh, don't give me that life crap but i mean that's that's real stuff man with nfl locker rooms it's different than you know a lot of the other different sport locker rooms i mean that that uh that com- camaraderie is important if you play football you yeah. know you know how that camaraderie you know you gotta like each other too it's kind of weird yeah it's it, you know what <laughs> yeah think about this you know how many people are on an mlb team you know 18 20, 25 yeah 25 you know um basketball team is 11 well Right, twelve guys on an NBA team. You know, it's it's a lot easier for an organization to keep tabs on these guys. You know, when you got fifty three guys rostered plus another ten guys plus another ten guys who are like constantly in flux. You know, you might have rostered over a hundred guys by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't possibly try to keep all that together. So it does come down to leadership inside the locker room from players way more important in the NFL than any other sport. That's true. Because I mean, you, you, you can't have the Kobe and Shaq dynamic and win in football, basically. No. That ain't gonna, no. That could have happened. No. It's not going to happen. All right, BD, any last thoughts on anything else, man? Should we get out of is, here? There, is there anything else? Uh, it's pretty quiet, I feel like. It's yeah, been, it's, it's, uh, we're dead it's period. Hush, hush. Yeah. We're dead period. We're dead period. Right. Uh, unless you want to get into, is Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers? You know, unless you would. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Thanks. Unless you going to get into that, man. Uh, honestly, honestly, I'll get, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. We, okay. We saw Aaron Rodgers this last year. Yeah. Okay. I saw him. I mean, how many ducks were was he throwing at, at Devontae Adams' feet? Devontae Adams saying that. It's similar between Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers is an insult to Derek Carr at this point. 
Okay, like. That's messed up. He's talking about their prize, bro. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to start. I'm just trying to start crap. <laughs> I was waiting for your reaction. I was waiting for your reaction to that. Yeah, I mean, because, 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 uh, because I, I was feeling you though, because I did watch Aaron Rodgers tape, but I could tell that he's he's not the he he can't do his tricks anymore. Basically, right. I was telling Chris like Chris, he actually has to like he can't just flick his wrist with his perfect mechanics and throw a bullet fifty yards anymore. He has to actually like you know be he has to actually have the normal step mechanics. into it. Yeah, he, he can't have his freakish yeah. perfectly torqued. <laughs> His his perfect hip torque mechanics. He must, he must, yeah, he must have like an extra tendon somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like the way that he just like pulls his hips and then just and then it goes. Yeah. It's very rare. I agree. So like, yeah, the arm talent obviously in his prime. Not many quarterbacks, if any, are really touching that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but um, yeah, he's definitely I, not in his prime anymore. I, I will say this, um, and I kind of talked about it on my Devontae Adams breakdown. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a safe quarterback, though. I wish people would stop, would sit back, and we admit that him th- not throwing a lot of interceptions is because he plays it safe. That's all I. That's all I want people to admit with Aaron Rodgers. It's okay. There's a reason why you. Th- you, you it's not normal to throw four interceptions in a season, right? <laughs> If you're not, if you throw four interceptions in a season, that's intentional. You know, it, it looks cool. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, he threw four, but <laughs> there's a reason why he threw four. He ain't, he ain't testing windows, bro. And it comes to bite him in the, in the butt in the playoffs. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, he's not in his prime. Okay, yeah. he's you know uh, this going off all these like podcast tangents and who knows how that affected his relationship. His third, his third eye is open, man. He's, he's, okay, he's yeah. He, okay. He, he had an ayahuasca and, trip. Yeah. So he's not in his prime anymore. He's doing some weird stuff. Okay. He's like in a relationship with a witch right now or something like that, you know? <laughs> so there's a, there's multiple reasons why Devante wanted to get out of there. Okay. Look it up. I just seen it. I just, you know, I know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, was, I, t- I tell you, man, you, you go do some ayahuasca, nah, bro. bro. You come back, come back, just you know, right? <laughs> just uh, you know, you saw right. some things and you were ready. Your karma that he de- he dealt with his ayahuasca, man. He's not much <laughs> <laughs> stuff. All right, uh, <laughs> BD, I think we're out of here. Yeah, um, that's it. I, I left it out there. I gave us some bar, bar stars. Shout out. I just want to do say I want to say he still has the best puff rating of all time, still to this day. 15 touchdowns, three interceptions. But subscribe, subscribe, subscribe um, to the channel for that. Uh, make sure you guys do that. Uh, follow us on Twitter. You guys will see that at the Mark John NFL, at BD Williams 18, Panda Supplements, discount code TDL for 35% off. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you guys check all that stuff out. Any last words, BD? That's it, man. Red Nation, holler at you. Peace.